Mogu Motivation, educating and empowering entrepreneurs one week at a time. Presented by True Stories Media. And I am your host, Antoine Twiz Taylor. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Mogul Motivation. I am happy that you're back again. It's a very gloomy and cloudy day here in Chicago, Illinois, but it's going to be a very bright day for me and a very bright day for you, so we're going to get right into it. There's a famous quote that's been circling around history for a long time. Um, It goes like this, not all who wander are lost. That's a quote from J.R.R. Tolkien, the author of the Lord of the Rings trilogy and The Hobbit. And I'm sure you've heard this quote plenty of times in your life, but never really gave it much thought. I know I haven't. I haven't gave it much thought until yesterday. Not all who wander are lost. What does that mean? But if you're wandering around, that means you are lost, correct? No. J.R.R. Tolkien, he knew exactly what he was doing when he penned those words. I believe this quote is a perfect description of the entrepreneurial journey and dream chasing. Imagine this for a minute. In the Christian faith, there's a period called Lent where there's 40 days of fasting leading up to Easter to symbolize and replicate the wilderness period that Jesus went through in his life. The entrepreneurial journey is just like Lent. You're in the wilderness for a very long time. The landscape is going to be lonely, desolate, dry, and foreboding. And as you do everything you can to build a successful business and reach your dreams, we continue to go forward. Many before us went through the same wilderness period and came out on top. Many black American entrepreneurs that look just like me and look just like you reached success in the face of racism. This is still Black History Month, ladies and gentlemen. We are all familiar with Madam C.J. Walker. Her success isn't news. It's nothing new. We all know the story. And history loves to water it down. But we must put things in perspective. She was a black woman in an era where women of all races had little to no power. She was a black woman building a business during the golden era of Jim Crow. So just imagine the resistance she had to overcome on a daily basis. And I can only imagine that not all of the resistance came from racism. I'm sure black people tried to undermine her at every turn and discourage her, yet she still pushed through that wilderness. She was still able to purchase a mansion in upstate New York in the same community as the Rockefellers and the Astors. Now, if a black woman can do that in 1917, then of course we can do it in 2017. We don't wander through the entrepreneurial wilderness because we don't know where to go. We don't go through all of that hatred, all of that loneliness and despair for nothing. We wander because we know victory will meet us there in due time. We know that in our wilderness, our barren place, we know that success comes to us when no one or nothing else will. We go through the wilderness because it makes us better people, not just better entrepreneurs, but better people. The wilderness cleanses us. It humbles us. It makes us stronger. As a result of this journey that you begin, you begin to focus on solutions. As opposed to the problem, you begin to see the bigger picture of things, not just the short-term small picture. You become more frugal. You begin to save more money. You begin to make better decisions in regards to your business. You begin to value yourself a lot more and know your worth by refusing to lower your service and your product costs just because you're afraid to lose a sale. The wilderness builds our character from the ground up. Everything that is destructive in us is eliminated. This past week, I read the story of a man in a um, train station in Washington, D.C. This story is from 2007, so it's 10 years old. Um, It was a cold January morning, and he started to play a violin. He played about six pieces for 45 minutes. 
And during that time, according to the cameras, it was calculated that over a thousand people went through the station, most of them on their way to work. And after playing for three minutes, a man slowed down briefly, heard the music, then he stopped for a few seconds and hurried along. About a couple minutes later, the violinist received his first dollar tip. A woman threw it at his feet. She didn't even stop. She just kept walking. A few minutes later, a man leaned against the wall, listened to him. But after a couple minutes, he looked at his watch and then he too walked away. Over a thousand people passed him that day, as I said. And of all those people, the one who paid the most attention to him was a little boy. He had to be about three years old, four years old. And his mother kept pulling at him, trying to get him to hurry along. But the boy kept stopping to look at the violinist. And finally, the mother pulled him so hard that the child had to walk away, but he kept turning his head to look at this violinist. This same behavior was repeated by other children that day. In the whole 45 minutes that this musician was playing his violin, only six people stopped for a little while, and about 30 people gave him some money. At the end of the day, he totaled $32. Out of 45 minutes, he made $32 out of 1,000 people that passed him. And when he finished playing, it was nothing but silence. And nobody applauded. Nobody gave him no recognition. It was nothing. Everybody who walked past that violinist, no one knew this, but his name was Joshua Bell. He was one of the most, he's one of the most talented musicians in the world. And he was playing those pieces on a $3.5 million violin. Two days before this experiment, he was playing at the Boston Theater where he sold it out. And each seat averaged $100. This social experiment raised the question. How often do we stop to appreciate beauty, to recognize the goodness in everything while everything around us is messy? That's the question that I have for you as an entrepreneur and that I, I, that I often ask myself as an entrepreneur. How often do I stop to appreciate how far I have come in this wilderness? Despite the fact that everything around me is a mess and chaos, how often do I stop to appreciate the success of my business, even though it's not where I want it to be yet. How often do you do those things, ladies and gentlemen? That's what we have to do. The world is chaos right now. It's so much noise around us that we don't stop to appreciate the beauty and the good things that we've accomplished and the things that's right in front of us that we tend to ignore that's valuable. That's what the entrepreneurial journey is about. That's what the wilderness is about. We have to slow down. We have to slow down and examine things inside of us and things on the outside of us. We have to appreciate everything that we have accomplished on this journey so far. So we have to continue to wander, not as someone who's lost, but someone who's found. We have to continue to wander and think about everything that we thought about at the start of our entrepreneurial journey. We started our business for a reason. We have to constantly remind ourselves of these things and never forget these things. We have to continue to wander and turn our eyes inward. Not focusing on the outward things, but turn our eyes inward and appreciate the struggle as a person and as a businessman or businesswoman that we have gone through. So we have to wander knowing that the opposition within us and around us cannot stop the spirit. It cannot kill our entrepreneurial spirit. It will not defeat us. We will win at the end of the day because we are part of the chosen few. Everyone can't do it. Everyone can't go through this wilderness and come out on top. First of all, everyone doesn't even go into the wilderness. Only a few go into the wilderness and those same few come out of the wilderness. We are the chosen few. That's what we have to keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen. So let's continue to work. Let's continue to imagine reality. And until next time, let's continue to appreciate the progress and the beauty that we have accomplished and have come across on this journey. 
Let's have a great day, ladies and gentlemen. I'll talk to you next week.